are back. Back. Only ever gone for a short period. Unless yeah. I get unless I get ill again. Mm-hmm. And then I just disappear. I crawl into a hole somewhere. You've been taking a lot of zinc? No, zero. No. Just you know what I natural? Have been, you know what I did? I'm, I, I have been getting into oranges, though. Just eating oranges. Okay. Right, some, I went through like a phase in my life of lacking appreciation for oranges. Uh, oh, oh, and let me throw one more in the mix. Grapefruits, which okay. I think we may have talked about on this show. Mm. But like what you need to do is actually you get yourself an orange and a grapefruit. And then you kind of cut them up together. And they offset one another. They're like the same, but obviously different. Like, it's so weird how two fruits can be so similar yet so different. Mm. Like, the grapefruit, at least in my experience recently, is juicier than the orange. Yes. However, obviously it's a completely distinct flavor some people are going to be into, not into. But I think this one has tremendous health benefits as well. Do you juice it? How do you... No, just eat it. it. Just eat that thing. What you talking about? You cut it in slices or what? No, I peel it. Like an orange. Okay. So you have the um, skin. You don't like, it's not like, uh, you peel it like a certain way and then you like. Just like that. Just like that right there on the top photo. Like I peel it like an orange and then just it breaks into pieces. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I just have a bowl with with like a really sweet orange and then obviously the offset of the kind of tartness. Is it tartness or is it bitterness? Like what is it? It's a little bit of both. What is it? With so the there's grapefruit? two ways. Yeah, there's this way and then there's this way. Yeah, no, no, no the way on the left. I want to okay. just eat the whole thing. I don't want to be struggling with it, you know? Right, right. Like I pick it up and I'm biting and there's... Oh, there goes Jack. There he goes. There he goes. Oh, and he's going to hold... He's going to just be there for a second. Whoa. Are you playing peekaboo again? You can come in the frame if you want. Oh, wow. There he is. <laughs> just see your chest. Here he goes, just puffing the chest go. out. And we got, I think Mo is now entering the frame as well. What a start to the show. You guys really, wow, you guys really wanted to hijack this one, didn't you? Okay. Look at those guys. They're couple working of, hard. Couple of, well, let's not get carried away. Okay. Jack said, uh, Jack said, yeah. Jack liked that comment by Will. I'll keep reminding him. Uh, if you're talking about 100% orange juice and orange is equally as bad, what are they saying? It's got sugar in it? I don't know what they're saying. I don't need sugar on it. Like, that's what's weird. When I was a kid, uh, you used to put a little sugar on a grapefruit. I don't need any sugar on a really? grapefruit. Who I don't need any sugar on a grapefruit. No. But it's not sweet. Like, I don't describe it as sweet either. It's interesting. It's very punchy. It, whatever it is, it's yeah. it's a beautiful thing. It's great. Whatever the hell it is, it's, uh-huh. a, it's a beautiful, distinctive thing. And so that's my thing right now. Is it getting into citrus? I'm I'm getting into the citrus right now. Okay. Yeah. So take that for what it's worth. Um, any honey? Oh, wow! Somebody else put salt on the grapefruit. That would be weird. Whoa. But, but I see this. Is the thing I don't know. That uh, could be good. I don't know. You should give it a shot. I mean, if they put I don't think I want to mess with watermelon. the I don't think I want to mess with the grapefruit. Okay. I don't think I want to hurt the grapefruit. Okay. You know. Gotcha. I don't think I want to hurt the grapefruit. How about honey? Do you Just in honey? general? Yeah. I got no problems with honey at all. Do you consume it? Not that often. Mhm. How are you? But how do you consume it on a regular basis? Like, what are you doing with it? Uh, I usually put it in just like Tea? steaming water. Oh, honey water. Yeah, and maybe lemon as well. Maybe a little bit of lemon. Yeah. yeah well, listen, you're having your little spa days over there. Whatever you're doing in the morning. <laughs> I put the lemons on my eyes. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, that's not how I do that. It's cucumber. <laughs> Ow. But um, I've been researching honey recently, and I came across this. Uh, Manuka honey, which I believe is made in either in New Zealand, and it's really expensive. <laughs> I, I saw it over here, and it's like 
This little jar is like $115. What's so good about it? It has a uh, anti. Oh, right, right, right. You know, anti everything. <laughs> Save your life. Yeah. You're like, really, you, this is not that expensive it's, because it's saving my life. Yeah. It's something that you don't even consume sometimes. You just put it over like a wound or something. What? Yeah. Antiseptic behavior. So, so you're eating it though. Oh, you didn't um, buy it. I didn't. I didn't even. Yeah. You just saw it. Much. You saw it's it next to the honey you were actually getting, and you were like, "This is a bit ridiculous." Yeah. I go for Billy B. <laughs> Monofloral manuka honey. No, I never heard of this before. Yeah. It has some really crazy properties. Well, it better for a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have to. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Manuka honey is made in Australia, New Zealand, by bees that pollinate the native leptospermum scoparium bush also known as tea tree which i love tea tree yeah. i am huge on tea tree it might have the taste of it i love tea tree okay you should give it a shot i use like one of the only products i, I use on my skin like i got the itchy scalp going on and for, for it'll for, work with that and i do tea tree the different uh type of shampoo with tea tree and uh -huh. oh my god dude yeah. give you that like give you a wake-up call as well which I need all those. <laughs> yeah. I need any you wake need up every, call. You can get like a mint one. and a tea tree going on your in your shower. Mm. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? You can't go back in there with some regular type That's soap a bit after relaxing. that. Yeah, you can't go back in there after that regular type soap over there. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these people, some people are saying they put the manuka honey on the wounds on their old That's horses, on their old horses. Yeah. Picture that guy's life. What a life. He's like back in the day. We used to put a little, we used to slap a little manuka, manuka. slap a little manuka honey there on the horse's wounds. Yeah. Heal them right up all natural, uh -huh. all natural like. Slap a little manuka honey on there. And there's levels of manuka. Back in my you know? day. MGO 1000 plus. Yeah. High test, high octane manuka honey. Come on down, step right up. This is the one that I saw, the 400 plus MGO. Yeah, somebody here says uh, tea tree will make your beard gray. They're absolutely right. That is, I, I'm positive that yeah. the the reason that my my uh, beard is like extremely gray at the at the young age of 38 years old is because I don't and I don't care by the way yeah. because I find it I find the tea tree so invigorating uh -huh. and so uh -huh. it's going on the head it's going in the beard like if I trim my beard and then hit the tea tree. Oh, and I don't care about the color. Uh -huh. I, I'm like, that's cool. That's fine. I'm, uh, we're all dead anyway, right? Yeah, like, we're all dying. Like, what are we, here. what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Uh huh. You know? Well, and in re it's funny the things that matter to people. It's like, you could be in terrible shape, but you're like, check out my hair. Oh, it's beauty. <laughs> it's the only thing. It's like, well, okay, that has really very little impact on your actual life, but. Anyway, for me, it was a worthwhile trade. It says right on the container, if you have like lighter hair to begin with, it will turn it white. Uh, it said, do like test the little region. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I wonder if there's any other like negative effect from that though. Is it really negative? I mean, <laughs> no, no, I'm saying if they're changing a color. I'm saying though, I wonder like what is, how is it removing the pigment? How is it changing that permanently? Would it, if I stopped using it, would all of a sudden. <laughs> But your eyebrows are still... But I don't use it on my eyebrows. <laughs> okay. You don't put it on your head and then... The eye, the eye, it it's really potent. You don't try to keep it away from your eyes. It'll, okay. it'll, it's like almost like a, a menthol type of experience. You know, if you have like Vicks VapoRub. Okay. If you get that close to your eyes, you're just tearing right up. You're so, your eyes are, and tear ducts are so okay. sensitive to it. So you avoid the orbital region. This whole area, yeah. Got it. Exactly. But what I do is I hit the head, which I just have, a, I have a shaved head, obviously. I hit the head and I hit the beard and I just let it sit on there for a while. Yeah. And then it's just like That's this what you're supposed to do. Invigorating, pulsating, 
potent tea tree mint thing happening. Your head is just thumping. And and I'm trying and I'm kind of waking up. You know the other one they do they do the they do the um, caffeine soaps. Have you heard about those? Um no. Yeah, yeah, so they do they do the caffeine soaps to wake you up in the morning. That's another idea. Like, so it goes into your skin? You can absorb the caffeine in the skin, Will. Whoa. You might want to think about it. I don't know. And that, Just that, smell like coffee all day? Well, maybe you're in a rush. You don't even have time for that hot cup at home. But you're taking the shower anyway. They're starting, you know, they started like, to do... Uh, a face wash or something? Well, they started to do a couple of that because they also did the one Awake, the chocolate. Did you see that one? Uh, yeah, coffee in the chocolate. Uh, caffeine in the chocolate. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of ways to do it, but in the shower, you're going to hit it anyway. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I, feel, I feel like taking a shower right now. Well, I mean, I already did, but. While eating grapefruit. I'm excited for it all over again. Uh, yeah, someone says caffeine, caffeinated soaps don't usually work. Transdermal absorption rates are pretty low. But if they have coffee grounds, it can work as a nice exfoliant. Mm. I bet the awake, awake chocolate's going to work better. Because it's potent. I never even tried this stuff. Did you ever try it? It looks no. pretty good. Like that one, the caramel one right there? Oh, yeah. Oh, something's going on, man. I might try this one. Coffee and chocolate go together. But I don't necessarily... There's no coffee. It's just caffeine. Caffeine. It's just caffeinated chocolate. So I don't think you're like having a... Maybe they have a coffee flavor as well. But how do they extract the caffeine? It's just like... in a hand in hand? No. Well, like a caffeine pill, right? You can synthesize it. Hmm. I mean, you got like Red Bull to eat coffee. No. As far as I know. Yeah. Well. Monster energy. Five hour energy. Yeah, what's in that? I want to know. <laughs> MDMA or something? Five, five hour energy. Hey, man, you can't make claims like that here on this show. <laughs> no, sorry. Jeez, dude. Uh-huh. Crazy claims. Someone says, awake chocolate is decent. Haven't had them in a bit, but they do taste good. Definitely good for those who don't like coffee. Oh, okay. So, uh, all right. I think that's what it was. It's like, hey, I think it was like a student or something came up with it. They're Mm -hmm. like, hey, I got to study all night too, but I don't like coffee. Mm. And so how do we get the caffeine more caffeine? Because chocolate actually has a little caffeine to begin with. A tiny amount. Uh-huh. And they just they just amped it up. But I still don't understand how somebody doesn't like coffee. That's all. Surprised. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I mean, you weren't, you never, you didn't used to be big on that. And then yeah, for a long time, I didn't drink coffee. And then all Until sudden, like two, three years ago. Now you, I was always a tea guy. Um, just drinking my orange pico. Now you're Mr. Coffee. I do drink coffee. I, I love coffee. So you were asking me before, you're like, oh, are we talking about Trump today? I was like, oh, I, I don't. We are flying around and getting arrested and whatever else. Like, I don't, I don't have, I don't know yeah. what, I don't have anything to add on that. I don't know. Um, Accusations, politics. Yeah, even in the poll that I made, um, it's like 50-50. People want to talk about it. People don't want to talk about it. Are you sure you? Oh, you did a you did a poll. Yeah, fifty-two yes, forty-eight no. To just I mean it's t- close to just talk about, but I don't know what the angle is. Like I, I I didn't even yeah. And there's a lot of people in the chat that just don't want to get into that political side of no. I know on the show. I, I'm just saying. Show. I'm just saying. It's like, what do we even? <laughs> Trump ain't tech. <laughs> what do we even know about it? What do we even know about it this time? He's going to say you're all nuts. False accusations. They're out to get me. And then they're going to say worst guy ever. I mean, it's the same. It's yeah. the same. It's, it's the same antique roadshow over and over and over again. We, I got. I wear this color. You wear that color. I go up. You go down. 
We need Vin on the show. I am everything I say is He's right and political. everything you say is wrong. But that, but my this is my point. I'm trying to get at is like I don't know that there's I don't know what's left in any of that at this point. I mean, outside of I'm not trying to say that I'm not trying to tell you not to vote or something. I'm just saying that as far as the media coverage, the political media landscape so predictable at this point yeah everyone's just rubbing their hands it's like oh trump so predictable on trump but but it's like okay it, it this side says that that side says this and you're just on these two polar ends of the spectrum and nobody's right and nobody's wrong and it's just pure chaos mm-hmm. and so hard to extract any kind of value out of it it's uh it's like meant to aggravate you, yeah. stir you up so you stay connected to it. But I don't know. I feel like people are going to at some point have some sort of rejection to it or resistance to it because it's just been such an overload. And sure. there's going to be sure. another election. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, it's a circus. And people can't look away. Ay, ay, ay. If you don't get into politics, politics will get into you. I know, look, it's unavoidable. Yeah. I get it. It's unavoidable. I'm just saying, I think I, I would save it for when there's actually something distinctive and seemingly some sort of component there that, like, if, okay, is he arrested? Is he in cuffs? Did that happen? Did that actually happen? Or is it press conferences from Mar-a-Lago? No handcuffs when Trump surrenders. That was five days ago. Oh, but then Trump says he wants to be handcuffed. Wow. Yeah, because it'll probably like mo- politically motivate yeah. Yeah, his yeah. his uh, following. Uh huh. All right. Next up. Next. Next. Okay. Let's talk about news. Tim Cook said what? Um, you know how we were talking about while well, you made that dramatic scene of iPhone and it's never the. Oh, sick. Somebody helped us? In this case, we have someone that helped us out. Found a the. Yeah. Sick. That's, so some, that's, a, that's some serious detective work. Of a car went into a seizure and because they had the iPhone 14. Uh, that's not <laughs> quite the it. same. <laughs> He said it. It's not quite the same. And because they had the iPhone 14. He couldn't uh, remember. He couldn't remember what he was going to say because they had the iPhone 14. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He was trying to remember which model they had with them. And then he was hoping it was the most recent. And he did an accidental the. And he hated himself right after. Yeah, he's like, God. He hated himself Jesus. right after. And because they had the iPhone 14. And it was a the as well, not a the. The crash. Yeah. driver of a car went into a seizure. And because they had the iPhone 14. The wow. Crash Good find. Detected. Good find, Brad. Shout out, You Brad. nailed it, dude. It hurt him. It definitely was painful for him to say it. But yeah. he said the. He did it. I want, I want, I want to see a super cut of all the non these. Just, just like my. Oh man, that's a lot of work. My, uh, um, what was it called? Um, of Tim saying it. What's it called when you have the, and you do an impression? So my impression, which is, of iPhone, like that moment. Uh, I would love to see. Yeah, they had to be a lot, like a dozen cuts yeah. of how they weirdly insert iPhone as a, in a like a kind of God mode existence uh-huh, uh-huh. where you don't describe it as an object mm-hmm. by starting with the mm. teens continue to love iPhone. Oh, look, they did it here. Not the, yeah. not the teens continue to love iPhone, but aren't so sure about AR VR headsets. Well, yeah. I guess we got a survey, we got a study, and the suggestion here is that teens will only go for iPhones. Hey, hey, mom, I need a new phone. Here, I got you this. I got you uh, this little Samsung over here. It's pretty good. Got a deal How on it. How dare you? Mom! 
Cool kids have iPhones. Yeah. Only like iPhone. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Throw up. For example, just 40% of U.S. teens reported owning an iPhone. They don't own it, but they want it. 88% of teens said their next smartphone will be an iPhone, but iPhone ownership has held steady at 87% since last year. Over the last decade, the number of teens that own an iPhone has more than doubled. Well, here you can see it all the way back to 2014. So the teens did get their iPhones, but now the parents are chilling out a bit. They're like, look, 87% of you already have it. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Relax. Oh, teen Apple Watch ownership. Let's see what that looks like. That went way up. Mm -hmm. That's what I do with my kid. I My eldest kid, I just said, you know what? You don't need to be scrolling and swiping your brain away into oblivion, uh, acting as a feeder for information for social media companies and so forth. You can, um, you can, <laughs> you can get into that business slowly. You can get there eventually. Yeah, he's in. In the meantime, I can contact you via a uh, SIM card or a eSIM yeah. eSIM capable Apple Watch, and that worked a charm. That is so much better without the m massive addiction of swiping and scrolling into oblivion, as suggested. Until they put TikTok in uh, smart. It doesn't matter. It's so small that it doesn't have the same effect. That's why those screens kept growing. Mm. As people became more addicted, the the dosage increased in potency. Mm. It was like each cigarette they smoked doubled the nicotine. They're like, uh, four inch phone. Mm, we're gonna need six point seven eight, mm. so you can get that in your eyeballs. Yeah. You need it in your eyeballs, and we're gonna need to know about you. We're going to need to know when you swipe. Up and down. We're going to need to know Inside when you tap. Out. We're going to need to know when you log off and log on. We're going to need to know what you do in your spare time. We're going to need access to that contacts list. We're going to need to know exactly who they are and how they swipe, click, and tap. We're going to need to know what they buy. We're going to need to know what they smell like. Oh. We're going to need to know who they're going to vote for. You're drooling. We need to know a few things about that. Don't you enjoy swiping? Yeah. Do you want to swipe and tap more? Anyway, they're not so sold on the virtual reality. They're like, can I swipe and tap in there? Yeah. Kind of into it. Can I swipe and tap when you give it to me? It's like you don't even need to. Mm. Meanwhile, you got Tim in the back. Jeff and... Who else you got? Mark. And they're trying to figure out ways where you don't even have to. The swiping and tapping is happening for you. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a constant brain scan, eye scan. What are they looking at? What are they looking at? What are they looking at? Where are their eyes going? Where did their eyes go? Where did their eyes go? Mm -hmm. That's what happens in the headset. They don't even need your input. Your input, you can't avoid it. They just need the eyeball and the pulse. Maybe they can get the pulse. Like, ooh, heart rate elevated. Mm. Ooh. American teens aren't excited about virtual reality with only 4% using it daily. Well, you knew this, Will. You keep telling everyone. You're like, Quest headset. I'm still a big fan Quest, Quest. Quest headset. Yeah. I'm like, Will, why are you so far? I think it's still pretty fun. Why are you so far away, but Will? It's not for everyone. I agree. It's for 4% of teens. Yeah. Is what it's for. And if this was like gaming, if you were to say, hey, what about, hey, teens, what about PlayStation 5? They'd all go, yeah. Yeah. You say, but PSVR. Hey, teens, what about VR? They're like, uh -huh. huh? Yeah. Weirdo. You're like, hey, I was just suggesting <laughs> something. Weirdo. <laughs> Weirdo. Hey, man. <laughs> Loser. Virtual reality hasn't caught on with American teens, according to a new survey from Piper Sandler. Same survey. To us, the lukewarm usage demonstrates that VR remains early days and that these devices are less important than smartphones. Only 4% of teenage headset owners polled used VR daily, the investment firm found. Well, listen, I know that they're all lonely. I don't know that they want to be that lonely. I think that's a whole next level step because I see them, you know, I, got, I coach these teams and stuff and they're into the phones and they're addicted, no doubt. But many of them have found a bizarre hybrid type of interaction in which they'll be around their peers on their phone, but they don't mind being nearby or mm. even in some circumstances looking at the same phone. Mm. They'd be like, 
hey, look, at, and then they're just swiping and tapping together because they're so goddamn lonely anyways. They can at uh-huh. least feel like, hey, we both know how to do this interaction. Yeah, right? the, the phone is at least shareable. Barely, sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, people can look. The headset is a whole different level of escalation. And setting it up, carrying it in your bag, um, yeah, it's a tough sell. It's a different level of escalation. And I'll go one step further, Will. I don't think it's cool. And by cool, I don't mean that it's not novel where you put it on and you're like, whoa. I don't think it's cool to them. I don't think the idea of being a a VR enthusiast is perceived as a thing you want to be for the most part. And there's a bit of a pushback on it. Yes. Does that mean we're early? Does that mean we're early, I guess? Or does it mean that the tech is not right yet? Mm. Does it mean it is going to be more of that AR VR hybrid? Does it mean, does it really, like right now it's really about gaming, isn't it? And that's kind of only one one thing. Whereas on the phone, it's gaming, it's social media, it's video and TikTok and whatever else, right? Yeah. And Meta's trying to make it beyond gaming, but it's not going too well. So I, I, it might be Apple's concern at this moment that um, not a lot of kids are using um, headsets because that's part of their market as well. If they launch the AR headset, then... It's an AR, AR VR hybrid with projection. Hey, let me show yeah. you this. Like it's it's some science fiction thing we don't have yet. It has to replace the it has to replace everything, all the capabilities of the phone, all the capabilities of gaming, all the capabilities of uh, voice assistant. All that once it is that's what happened with the phone. The phone came along and it was like, oh, it's a computer in your pocket. Can you do it on a computer? Okay, you can do it on a phone. And it also has to be like glasses, just regular size glasses. It can't be this monolith that's on your face and that's like the battery pack is tied to like your pocket you know no wires it has to be glasses but yeah there's a lot that has to happen here for this to be the 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 real next deal i'm not saying it won't happen i didn't say that i never said that you heard me talk on this show it's gonna happen it's just probably further out than everybody's acting yeah. Tim Cook's no layoff strategy wears thin as Apple presents some workers with a choice. Reapply for your job or get laid off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? What were you laughing uh, Nothing. I was going to present a question, but um, you yeah, threw present. me off with this. Present. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't, what are you talking about? I read the headline. Well, okay, well, it's a, it's more of a comment. I read uh, the headline. I guess Apple's not really impervious to, like, laying off. People. You talking impervious on this show? Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, what happened there? It's 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 a matter of time now. Yeah, just these big companies who hired during COVID. Oh my God! Did you see this story? Maybe this just happened like an hour ago. Okay. Or no, 12 hours ago, but I don't know if you have it or not. Cash app founder killed in San Francisco? I do, yeah. Oh, you have it? Wow, people just... That's the next story. That's insane. Yeah. He got... Well, we'll we'll talk about it. All right. Okay, we're going to talk... You just want to talk about this first. All right, so Tim Cook's no layoff strategy... He's going to lay people off eventually. Yeah. It's like every, I mean, these other guys laid in the, in the tech segment, laying off 10,000 10, people. You have to assume it's going to hit over here. And then Apple post-COVID was like, can you guys come back to the office? And everyone's like, no. And then they're like, oh, we got this big infinite loop, loop. thing going on. It's pretty cool. Spent a fortune on it. Yeah, like, we got pods. You can glass. do whatever you want here. You can get a massage Boy. over here. Yeah. Uh, we got we got uh, a huge buffet and chefs and uh, we got everything you want here. And they're like, nah, I'm good. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying. And then he's like, all right, fine. Reapply for your job or quit. Enough already. Yeah. Um, 
the latest eliminating jobs across its development and preservation teams, a corporate retail division that oversees the maintenance and construction of Apple stores. Most employees in these departments are being asked to reapply for similar roles. Employees told Bloomberg's Mark Gurman, those who don't will be laid off and receive up to four months of severance pay, although they could be rehired. That's a weird one. Rehire or sorry, reapply for your current job. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do you do again? Okay, we don't need that anymore. Then uh, is that it? Because they're saying reapply for similar roles. Yeah. Well, if it's similar, what is the reapplication? What is the purpose of that? Mm-hmm. I think it's a way of saying, hey, we're kind of, we're, yeah. I, uh, the move comes after Cook began cracking down on corporate workers, turning a blind eye to its hybrid mandate. Yeah. Failure, failure to comply could lead to termination. That is, of course, the coming into the office thing, which I feel like obviously people are not into. Though it's not a company-wide policy, Apple's also reportedly tracking its employee attendance through badge records and issuing warnings to those who aren't coming in as much. I don't know, man. At some point, you got to believe a company of Apple's stature has some type of data and details on what's going on with these employees. And whatever data they're looking at, I don't think they're really enjoying it. I do like the timing of it. You know, Apple being almost kind of late to the game because like the <laughs> they're normally late to the game. They're like, hey, those layoffs, it's our turn. Yeah. Hey, Apple, stop copying Google. I don't know. I might be thinking too much, but it could be strategic, you know. Having Microsoft, Amazon, and, you know, Google laying off tons of workers right at the beginning, and then Apple quietly doing it at the end. It might be a strategy. I don't know. It's definitely a strategy. Bob Lee, creator of Cash App and former CTO of Square, stabbed to death. The chief product officer at MobileCoin was killed in a fatal stabbing in San Francisco. On Tuesday morning at 2.35 a.m., the San Francisco Police Department responded to a report of a stabbing near the 300 block on Main Street in Soma. He was taken to hospital but succumbed to his injury shortly after NBC Bay Area reported that the victim of the stabbing was Bob Lee, 43 years old. Before joining MobileCoin, he worked at Google for the first few years of Android, focusing on uh, core library development. He then joined Square, the payment company that later became Block, to develop its Android app. He became the company's first CTO and also created Cash App. Also known as Crazy Bob, an investor in tech startups as well, according to his LinkedIn profile, a lot of different companies, SpaceX, Clubhouse. Um, so sad to hear. Yeah, a lot of people coming out and talking about it. Now, do we have any more information on this stabbing? No arrest has been made in the case. San Francisco Police Department hasn't shared any additional details. Now, when they say, okay, they were called to uh, Main Street, 300 block of Main Street, in soma does that mean they're click on the word responded there does that mean that they are okay here we go 2 35 a.m so late at night like that's after the bars after you leave the bar or something which day was that april 4th no that's that's not really a bar day is it that's a that's a tuesday yeah that was yesterday tuesday at 2 35 a.m responded to main street for a report of a stabbing officers arrived on the scene Officers rendered aid and summoned medics to the scene. The victim was transported. Wow. No arrests, no information. Good Lord. Can you do me, um, would you be able to do me a Google Earth on, on that location? I just want to see what we're working with on the street view. If you, uh, without doxing any, any, without doxing us, I guess. I mean, the address that they're publishing for this story is... No, you got to put San Francisco in there. Oh. There's a lot of main streets. Ooh. Okay. Is that what we're de- is that what we're talking about? That's the location right there. Hmm. Looks pretty upscale. I mean, it's condos. It's just a bunch of condos on the corners. Huh. I mean, that doesn't mean you can't be stabbed obviously but i don't know what i was expecting here i don't know what kind of maybe it was well i don't know uh, it says they it says they were expect anything it it, it says they were called to that area that means it could be inside one of these condos or it could be i don't know why i envisioned it happening on the street 
because who otherwise you would have more information if it was inside of a condo i would think how would it be discovered Mm. unless the there was a witness or somebody there so for me the way i read that i'm thinking okay it's actually going to be something on the street somebody says somebody over here is speculating robbery gone awry yeah maybe that could be that could be the case I really don't, like, this is all speculation at this point. I mean, some of these are old. Some of these stories are 12 hours. Go to, like, one hour ago. Let's see if there's any new details. Um, No, God, no new details. No new details over there. Hmm. Well, if it was truly a robbery or some sort of crime on the street that led to the death, you know, there's going to be a whole conversation as well just about San Francisco in general because there's already lots of criticism on sort of crime and things like that. San Francisco specifically. Yeah. Places up and down the West Coast, you know, you're going to have your conversation about it. But I'm sure I'm sure more details are going to emerge. Very unfortunate. And it always has that feeling of like. That 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 empty feeling of like, was it is it worth? Like if if it is just a robbery gone awry, yeah, it's just so brutal. Mm-hmm. Cold world, so brutal. Of course, now you got all your conspiracy theories and things. Yeah, like I didn't that. want to speculate. No, you don't have to. You didn't. But you, we'll, we'll we'll keep... hey, will you didn't speculate? Yeah, I didn't see you speculate. We'll um, keep everyone posted if there's keep, any new. Let's uh, keep them updates. posted. Uh, ROG gaming handheld. I did see a bunch of thumbnails pop up for this. This is what the Steam uh, Steam Deck Killer is that what it is? Competitor, not killer. Yeah. Uh, why can't it kill the Steam Deck? Coming in a bit smaller than the Steam Deck with no touch pads. Well, maybe that's why. It will limit what you're able to play a bit more, but it will have 16 by 9 1080p display with 120 hertz refresh rate. Custom AMD APU, they claim is the fastest yet. Dual fan design, eGPU support. Uh, double the performance of the Steam Deck. But they're not giving out the tech specs. Double? Hmm. Did they say double the performance? Well, that's that could be a killer. You could call that a killer. But double doesn't mean like, you know, double the performance per se. Double down. KFC. It, could, it you know, it needs to be optimized, I guess. KFC. <laughs> I would still like to try that. <laughs> Again, I actually had it before. It's great. I want to try the triple down. But Wasn't this an April Fool's, someone says? Was it? No. Was it? I don't think so. Where's this guy getting this from? We got videos on YouTube. We got real, we got Dave Lee. We got Linus Sebastian. What are you talking about? Linus Sebastian. They know how to do this stuff. I mean... That does not look like April April Fools at all to me. It actually looks pretty damn cool, even even though they got a funny way of introducing it. Mm. Like, look at this. This is the type of tech where it's got RGB on it. If you would have handed that to me as a kid, I would have just been gone. Yeah, it, it's just so amazing. I used to have a little device. I I was always into kind of the alternative handheld gaming devices. Okay, like the PSP, and they just all sucked mostly. No, no, no. Even Sega Saturn. I mean, they didn't suck. I I just mean compared to what you can do now, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. what you can do now is just a different level to it. You can dock it. Yeah, it's pretty cool on your uh, TV. It's cool. They claim it's the fastest yet, so I don't know. Maybe it's a Steam Deck killer. I'm not sure. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind trying it out. Yeah. SpaceX and next-gen Starlink satellites have started falling from space. Oof. First batch of Elon Musk's upgraded Starlink internet satellites experienced issues sh- shortly after launching last month. This doesn't happen as often as you might think it would. You've got, got these big, giant constellations of satellites up there. Hmm. It's been a little, a little over a month since SpaceX launched 21 mini versions of its next-gen satellites. Uh, designated as 30062 re-entered Earth's atmosphere on Monday... At 4.50 a.m. near California, according to a tweet from Jonathan McDowell, who keeps tabs on these things. He's like, he's like, boom, satellite down. 
The satellite very likely burned up during its re-entry. Oh, good. But, well, I think that's, like, that's expected. Mm-hmm. Whoa, look at that. Is that graph on the left? Is that showing the one falling out? Look at it. Look at it. Three zero zero eight two. Plop. Cool. I'm glad somebody's keeping track of this. Right into the ocean, too. So. Well, burned up. Yeah. There's probably not a lot of debris even left at that point. Mm-hmm. So but eventually, they're going to all kind of burn up, right? They're going to fall into the orbit and then just based on, like, older tech. And then new satellites will replace them, right? Eventually. It appears that two of the V2 minis are beginning to orbit rays towards their designated shell while one is already on a trajectory for controlled deorbit. McDowell noted on Twitter that three of the V2 minis, well, they, they didn't even send that many up. So that's a pretty crap success rate if you've already got it got that many issues. Last month, Starlink Insider was among the first to notice that the recently launched batch of satellites were slowly falling instead of rising. In response to speculation regarding the condition of the V2 minis, Elon Musk clarified the satellites were experiencing some issues and that some of them will be deorbited while others would still be tested. The recently deorbited V2 Mini could be the first of more to come. Hmm. Struggles, space struggles. Yeah. 2025 Ram 1500 Rev is a powerhouse EV truck with up to 500 miles of range, 14,000 pounds of towing. Are you sure, Will? Are you sure? Coming in 2027. That's what they like to say. Of course, they max out the specs. Oh, yeah. They're like, wait, it's like way in the future? Let's max the specs and say, well, we tried. Uh huh. Max the specs. Ram finally revealed the details of its long awaited first electric pickup truck, the Ram 1500 Rev. The electric truck will rival the F 150 Lightning, Chevy Silverado EV. Uh, Our Ram, this is their quote, our Ram 1500 will outperform all competitors on the attributes customers care about most. Range, tow, payload, and charge time. Mm. Ours will be the best when it eventually comes out. Yeah, when is it going to come out? Well, they're saying 2025, model year. So... What does that really mean? You can't even get a Rivian right now. I started getting interested in Rivians. I'm like, uh-huh. let me go check what the... They're like, eh, maybe. <laughs> maybe forever. You go to their website, like, as a as a what? interested individual, they're like, nah. How much is the deposit? No, it's not a big deposit. It's okay. just, it's been out forever, and yeah. they still can't build it. I heard that they're making, like, not a lot. Like I know they say I can't make it. That's where it, like Elon's over. Elon's over there laughing because he's like, I know how to make things now. Lots of them. Because you go look at the delivery dates on Teslas. Now, obviously, he's super delayed on the Cybertruck. But once it gets rolling, you kind of believe he yeah. can build it. High efficiency. Not him. Once it's done individually, but they got an in- entire enormous plant over there dedicated to it. You just feel like once that baby starts rolling, it might be rolling. Mm-hmm. You get that feeling. Yeah. Anyway, um, I hope it's as good as they say it is. It's just so hard to make these claims about being the best in each category because you're so far out that these other companies are going to be on V2 or V3 by then. Yeah. And then who knows what specs you're trying to beat. But uh, towing is a huge consideration for people. They claim it's going to tow better, 14,000 pounds. That's insane. Um the standard battery pack, 168 kilowatt hours, targeted for 350 miles, and then also a 229 kilowatt hour battery pack targeted at 500 miles, 654 horsepower, zero to 16, 4.4. I mean, it's all good to really exciting it's stuff. It's all good. It all can't good. be bad. It's all good. You know? It's all good. But listen, it's still not as cool looking as the as the original concept vehicle. They're taking the F-150 approach of it basically still mostly looking like the, the regular gas-powered vehicle with a slightly different headlight configuration and tail configuration. Um, I just hope they're able to pull it off in a timely fashion. Yeah, good you know? luck. 
No, I'm not saying Rivians aren't out there. Of course, they're all they're they're out there. They exist. I'm just saying that if as a customer you go to try to buy one right now, it is not. I don't remember what the language was, what it said. It says something like, uh, register your interest. And you're like, man, you guys are out on the road. This is a real car people can buy, is it not? So you go reserve, and it says deliveries for, deliveries for new reservations are expected to begin in 2024. It, it doesn't even say will deliver in 2024. Expected 2024. Yeah. So you're like... Okay, that could easily turn into 2025, the way you're phrasing it. Yeah, they made 9,300 Rivians in the first quarter, which is so minuscule compared to Tesla. Yeah. Tesla does this in like two weeks. Hey, easy, Will. Uh, (laughs) Sound like a fanboy right now. Yeah, making stuff is hard. In defense of Rivian, though, Tesla is... All their models have been kind of... Like, they're they're old. And not old in the sense, like, they're the current model year. But, like, if I want to go order an S or an X or whatever it is, they kind of fine-tuned how to produce that Uh at scale. Same with Y or 3. This is still a pretty new car and and an entirely new company. So that's why I'm giving them a little bit of a break on that. And it seems like the truck and the SUV are good. It's just, yeah, they're going to be hard to come by for a long time, it mm-hmm. seems like. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, Lightnings seem like they're out there, a lot of them. Uh, yeah. F-150 Lightnings. Yeah, they're producing them. Seem like you can get those. Mm-hmm. Kia debuts EV9 SUV in North America alongside news it will be assembled in the U.S., Maybe you can get this one. That's pretty cool. So the uh, Kia can do it because I see those too. Those seem those seem legit. Like, what if I try to get? I had a nice tower, man. What if I try to get the the one that I like, the little Ionic. buggy? Yeah, the little bug, buggy there. Ionic Five. Yeah, if I try to if I try to buy that, dude, that's um, it's very popular. But um. I think my buddy tried to order it. It's like a two-year wait list. No, it's not a two-year wait list. That's what I heard. For Ionic 5? I'm seeing it out there. Is it a two-year? At least a one-year. Which one was he trying to get? Like, was it a special trim or something? Is that why? Just uh, regular. Really? I thought the Ionic 5, you could get it. Yeah, you see them on the road. Ionic Um, 5 uh, delivery delay. Let's find out. Oh, yeah, you're right. Here's a Reddit post. I live in, well, this guy's in Finland. Okay. So that might be 18-month delay in Canada. Here we go. Yeah. Anywhere between 18 months. Wow, you're right, Will. Damn, people like that one, too. They're on the road, though. No, oh, I know. It's a year to get that one. So now what if I did a quick auto trader on that? Man, people really want these EVs. I think it's it's actually happening right now, this this uh, transition because, and also I understand global supply chain. Yeah, things are slowing down uh, with that, but like a lot of these are are difficult to get your hands on, which could imply that there's quite a bit of demand for it. Hmm. You can find them on Auto Trader marked up. Okay. 2023 Ionics as high as like 60 grand. Uh, geez, here's one for 70 grand. Just arrived. Anyway, they're they're around between 50 and 60 grand. I presume that's like the higher trim level. Hmm. And two pages worth for the hundred kilometer distance range. Hmm. So anyway, it's not it's not as rare as like a Rivian or something. Yeah, I've never seen a Rivian up in Canada here. Yeah, that's extremely rare, but it appears like nobody's safe from... Like, it is still about deliveries, not demand. It is still a supply issue, not a demand issue. Mm -hmm. For Hyundai, for Rivian, for for whoever. whoever That's why I feel for these, like, manufacturers who have to hype up um, their vehicles that are going to be built, like, three years down the line. They have to do this kind of stuff, you know, in order to kind of just generate buzz and be like, yeah, we're still here. Mm-hmm. 
You're uh, talking about like what they had to do with the Ram. With the Ram, yeah. yeah. So what's good about this one? This is a bigger SUV. This is probably a three-row. Yeah, it, it is. The EV9 three-row SUV first tees November 2021. Uh, they debut in the U.S. as the second all-electric model on their 800-volt eGMP platform, joining the EV6 crossover. Um, how, do we have any better images of this one? Oh, here we go. Yeah. So you got this like, ooh, you know what? Kind of cool. I prefer the one on like the the one on the left there. Okay. I don't know if it's a different trim or whatever, but or maybe I just like the rear more. It's kind of the wheels angular. Are cool, eh? Yeah, futuristic. It doesn't exactly fit the Ionic criteria. Not that it's supposed to, but yeah, more options. Cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it'll be assembled in the U.S., so people might like that. I don't know. Yeah. Shout out Alexander and Zoom. It's our pleasure. They're just trying to keep busy. Uh, the super chats. Oh. Yeah. That's what we're talking about over here. <laughs> Scientists hail new battery with four times energy density of lithium ion. Mm-hmm. More range. Yeah. The researchers at Illinois Institute of Technology and U.S. Department of Energy um, say that the new battery could power an EV for more than a thousand miles. Which is 1,600 kilometers. Mm. Okay, give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Can power trucks, semis, cars, airplanes. Will, would you consider this a game changer? Would that be a game changer? Definitely. That might change the game. Yeah. Um, So anyways, I guess it's showcasing the design here. Was it lithium anode CP... CPE, cathode, it's a different type of design. Schematic shows lithium air battery cell consisting of lithium metal, scroll down, lithium metal anode, air-based cathode, and solid ceramic polymer electrolyte. On discharge and charge, lithium ions go from anode to cathode and then back. More electrons stored means higher energy density. Density is the key terminology here because you can't really make these things much bigger than they already are. Phys- uh-huh. The physical scale of it. fit in like a vehicle. Yeah, so they have to become more dense, and that's where all the research is happening now in order to try to achieve that. And eventually that range anxiety thing goes away if you're talking about yeah 1,000 miles or 1,600 kilometers. I don't think you're really ever worried about range. And single charge. Yeah, I can just imagine like... 10 years down the line and just having a car that can just drive for a very long time. For comparison, Tesla's new 4680 cells have an energy density of 272 to 296 watt hours per kilogram, which is considered high by the current standards. At four times that density, the new cells would open up all sorts of possibilities, including aircraft that could fly well over 1,000 kilometers on a single charge. I don't know how significant that is for aircraft. I guess short short hoppers. Yeah. Rhode Island is considering solar for all new construction and parking lots. Solar neighborhoods aiming to mandate solar power systems covering at least 80% of the site's electricity uh, usage or at least 50% of parking lot area while also proposing EV charging infrastructure requirements. Well, in the parking lot, I like it. You get a little shade on the car there. Yeah. Mainly oh. because of that. You I, love that. I, I think this is a great idea. Just kind of that. shield the car, keep the car cool, but also having solar panels at the top just to maybe even charge the car. So you really love that. You don't like a hot car. I dislike it. You much so. You like to have the car in the shade. Yes. And and in these areas, the snow. Yeah. Vermont? Just have like a roof. Talking about Vermont? Vermont, yeah. Oh, because you're a big Vermont guy as well, right? I've snowboarded there. Yeah. It's beautiful. Easy. Huh? So this is like a local story for you. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I just think it's a pretty cool idea. Rhode Island it's Representative pretty- Jennifer Boylan has submitted legislation that would mandate the inclusion of solar panel in all newly constructed single-family dwellings. Whoa. Mandate? I don't know. That might be a little much. 
Oh, yeah. Every house has to have it. It sounds like it might get expensive. No, well. Uh-huh. Legislation titled Solar Neighborhoods Act calls for the Rhode Island Building Code Commission to establish new code requirements for each of the aforementioned construction types. The document specifies that a minimum, at a minimum, the Code Commission must add code provisions to address static load roof strength, requiring that roofs where solar equipment could be placed support a maximum of six pounds per square foot. Ah, so your all your construction criteria has to change because you're putting all this extra weight up there as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're mandating the solar panels, you got to mandate the construction to meet the criteria beforehand as well. It's a lot. It could be a bit of a headache for people, but you know how governments work. Well, they're not yeah. too worried about that. They're like, hey, I I made the project. I yeah. saved the universe. Not you. I would imagine maintenance would be a problem too. Uh, cleaning and snow and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have a bungalow, and then your roof is just all solar panels. Don't you love that word? What bungalow? Isn't that, what a good word, <laughs> like man. That word. Well, I don't know. It sounds so relaxing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna yeah. go relax in my bungalow. Yeah. Like it's great. I can't relax in my single family dwelling, but in my bungalow, watch out. Yeah. ChatGPT has a big privacy problem. We knew about that. Italy's recent ban on OpenAI's generative text tool may just be the beginning of their problems. Well, Italy comes out and says, nah, no good. Leaky, leaky, leaky. Samsung comes out and says, leaky, leaky. We had our employees put something in there, and all of a sudden it's completely exposed. Uh And a couple of other countries go, hey, Italy, what exactly did you find in your deal there? Because maybe we're going to ban too. And as it turns out, everybody's constantly training everything and nothing you're doing is really all that private. GPT-3 offered a glimpse into the data used to train the large language model. Millions of pages scraped from the web, Reddit posts, books, and more used to create the generative text system. Now you got all these inputs straight into it. Mm. March 31st, uh, Italy's data regulator regulator issued a temporary emergency decision demanding OpenAI stop using the personal information of millions of Italians. It was the first taken by a Western regulator against ChatGPT. However, now you have France, Germany, Ireland all contacting in order to uh, determine how they're going to feel about it or what they might do about it or if they want to pause it suspend it or something along those lines Mm -hmm. fearing its future implications the italian decision highlights more immediate concerns essentially we're seeing that ai development to date could potentially have a massive shortcoming privacy massive privacy shortcoming yeah um this was more of like a personal uh article but it kind of leads to the next story here uh, Italy's ChatGPT ban kickstarts surge of VPN downloads. Well, that's like anything. People just want to use ChatGPT. It's like there's anything. high demand on it. You tell them that they can't use it, and what are they going to do? Yeah. Use it. You can't use it. It's a banned. Yeah. You know, I think I'm going to use it. <laughs> of course, Pure VPN has seen an unusual spike of traffic in Italy since April 1st. It's still going to be smaller than like the number of people willing to go through this avenue is is going to be less. But certainly, where there's a will, there's a way. Mm. That that seems to be the case. Even if you're in China, I mean, the VPNs, everything's going on over there. You know this well. Yeah. So people go on. They click the VPN. They go back to their GPTs, and they call it a day. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. It's like almost. Double. Double the VPN usage? Yeah. Yeah. And that's only just one VPN looking at their data. Yeah. So, yeah, it's probably significant, but not as significant as just open web usage. Mm -hmm. If you build it, they will come. What's that, Will? If you build it, they will. Daft Punk's Thomas Bangalter explains the reason for their split. Oh. This was an unusual one when I read it. I didn't know that they, I didn't think they would ever explain it. The last thing I would want to be in the world we live in in 2023 is a robot. That's a quote. Whoa. Thomas uh, Bangalter has opened up about his career after Daft Punk and explained the reasons behind the duo split. The musician who founded the French electronic duo with Guy Manuel de. The Homem Homem Cristo was speaking in a new interview when he explained that all he wanted, he wanted to distance himself from the technology-infused sound. 
Daft Punk was a project that blurred the line between reality and fiction with these robot characters. He told BBC, it was a very important point for me and Guy Manuel to not spoil the narrative while it was happening. He continued, I love technology as a tool, but I'm somehow terrified of the nature of the relationship between the machines and ourselves. Now the story has ended. It felt interesting to reveal part of the creative process that is very much human-based and not algorithmic of any sort. Well, you kind of saw that in their records as it progressed. Mm-hmm. More live instrumentation and yeah, um, more vocals, collaboration or orchestral. Yeah, yeah. like live music. So different, man. As time went on. Mm-hmm. According to Bangalter, part of the reason behind his new distance from electronic-led music was due to the rise of AI and its increasing influence over creative outlets. Go more human. Bang the drum. Right, Will? Mm. Bang the drum, dude. But it's not stopping him from making music. Just different music. Yeah. So Maybe even inspiring different music. Mm-hmm. So uh, set to debut this Friday, two singles have already been released discussing the upcoming orchestral LP. So there you go, orchestral yeah. music. Bang Alder said he was drawn to the project as he, came, as he came from a family involved in the arts with his mother and aunt both being dancers and his uncle being a dance choreographer. My mother passed away about 20 years ago and going back to that world is linked to a certain time in my life, he said. Sometimes I think the people that have the most clear vision on a particular topic are those who have been the most immersed. Those who have been not just as a person enjoying, say, electronic music, but those making it to say, hey, I, these are the shortcomings I see. These are my apprehensions based on my experience. Mm-hmm. And you might say, hey, that's hypocritical. You banked on this robot stuff. You were, you're Mr. Electronic. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly why he's the right guy to tell you about the potential shortcomings of it yeah. or about the fears and so forth because his level of immersion would probably be far beyond that of just a casual listener who mixes it in with a variety of other music they listen to. With the video, that his last video of him blowing himself up in the YouTube video, I think it paints a really clear picture that, you know... Blow up human, the robots? Yeah, like this weird notion of like robots and humans like it needs to be separated it can't be like combined into this mess or or something like this will happen no combine what about Neuralink well <sighs> that's another topic we'll dive into later <laughs> no no neuro Yes, Tinder is working on a $500 subscription tentatively called Tinder Vault Five hundred dollars. <laughs> what? Yeah. What do I get in the vault, Will? Um, Tinder has struggled to move away from its identity as a hookup app. As parent company Match Group talked up premium subscription features, Tinder's working on an ultra-expensive subscription offering. Uh, what seems explicitly geared towards those wealthy enough. Well, yeah, five hundred bucks. Looking to swipe right on other semi-influential folks. The company is leaving the door open to abandon the idea altogether, meaning that those with deep pockets would be left swiping left on the $500 a month subscription called Tinder Vault. Such a subscription would make them known to the pool of people who are also willing to pay. So it would just say, I'm rich, you're rich? Yeah, let's get together. <laughs> I'm a vault member. I, let's have I can afford the sushi. I can afford the 500 so it's good. That's it, really, Will? I guess so. Hold on. There's other stuff here. What else do I get in this freemium universe play? You get a special status. Okay. I guess probably on your profile. Okay. Priority pass. For what? Uh, profile boost? I don't know anything about Tinder. What happens to the profile boost? I show up in more people's swipers? Yeah, probably. Personalized okay. concierge service. Yeah. A pickup artist. With 24-7 advice. Get out of here. So if you're chatting with someone, you can ask the pickup concierge. <laughs> Is that a human or an AI? I'm. Uh, it's probably human, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's human. I get a human pickup artist? You have a premium passport. Gives users access to its most active and influential members. Oh. Okay, this sounds insane. I don't know. So a lot, I, I, these people must really love the Tinder, man. 500 bucks subscription? Yeah. 
You gotta really love the Tinder for that. It's still big. It's still going on. But five hundred bucks, man. Yeah, that's more that's more than Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Paying for love. The cave this cave in Mexico where crystals grow to six times the size of a human. Whoa. That looks like some alien stuff. This looks like AI generated, but I don't think it is. So oh, let's go. Oh, well. No, I think this is real. Is that guy this actually standing on a crystal? The brittle and condensation-covered crystals are dangerous to traverse. Discovered in the year 2000, in the year 2000, speaking of the, when it comes to iPad and iPhone, 2000 was the year when you could say the year. The year 2000. You can't. You couldn't say it at 2001. 2001, you just said 2001. 2020, 1987, you just said it's 1987. But in 2000, you said the year 2000. Who said that? <laughs> oh, you can. I'm saying they just said it here. Okay. Discovered in the year 2000. Because it's the, the number is weird. If you just wrote discovered in 2000, you'd be yeah. like, what? But okay. if it said discovered in... Uh, 2014, you'd know exactly what they're talking about. Sure, sure. So you have to put the year. Uh huh. That's appropriate. The year 2000. In the year 2000. What was that song? To you in the year 2000. Some alternative. The rock song? I don't know. Let me get to the bottom of it. Yeah, those crystals are cool. Okay. They look like um, it's made out of salt or something. It's it's what is it made out of? Uh, let me see here. It's twelve tons. Stands one meter. A silver chair anthem for the year two thousand. Silver chair. What? It's twelve tons. And one meter. <laughs> That's you, Will. Okay. For the year 2000. That's you. They're made out of selenite. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Can you not play that? <laughs> In the year 2000. Very alternative. Yeah, big crystals. 30 meters by 10 meters covered top to bottom in enormous cloudy white selenite gypsum crystals. The tallest of the cave's crystals, one of the largest in the world, weighs a whopping 12 tons. Dude, look at that. And stands one meter. You don't want that. 3.2 feet wide. Yeah, it's got to be dangerous to walk around in there. It's just spiky. There's no floor. It's like... It's like a horror movie. Yeah. Alien horror. Yeah. But quite beautiful. They lit it pretty nice, too. <laughs> You're going to get copyright, bud. No, I'm not playing enough of it. In the year 2000. Thank you very much to everybody who joined here today. Appreciate it as always. Thank you for all the chats, super chats, and otherwise. Thank you for watching the whole show live like you do do. Thank you for watching it after the fact if that happens to be you. And thank you to everybody who watches the clips to stay up to date on whatever it is that we talk about. Because it's a wide variety of things. Uh, headsets, robots, Daft Punk, crystals... What are you going to be in the future? Later.